Hi, I'm Avalon Starlight, and you are listening to the Rebel Unicorns podcast. This season, we are diving deep into what being an empath in business actually looks like. Listen each week as I share tips and tricks to master your empath energy, as well as sharing incredible guests who have created successful businesses by claiming their empath title. Are you ready? Let's get our rebel on. Okay, Rebel Unicorns, this is it. This is a very exciting episode for me. You've listened to my interview with Amber Cornwall. You've heard us talking about ascension. Ascension, y'all! About, like, not just living in this 3D world, but allowing yourself to perceive and to open up to the possibility that there are other dimensions, that there are other multi-planetary beings, that there are ways in which we can learn to communicate and to access anything and everything from other planes and other dimensions. So this is going to be a fun episode (laughs) because it's not something that I openly talk about uh, a lot, uh, but it is something that I absolutely love to talk about. And I'm going to share a whole bunch of stuff today that I think is significant and important. So one of the things that I'm going to share is that I'm in Amber's Astrology and Ascension course, and it's the funniest thing because I was working with a client this week, and we were in her Stardust session, and, you know, she she was expecting to have a massive Kundalini awakening. So Kundalini is this really tantric, uh, Vedic energy that is so impactful and empowering And again, I'm sharing it from my perspective, so please share anything else that comes up for you that you want to share about Kundalini. The way that I know it is it is a very powerful, divine, feminine energy. They describe it as a snake that really activates at the root chakra and just twirls its way through your chakra system, enlightening and awakening your entire body right up to your pineal gland, where when you have fully hit that kundalini wave, you are an open vessel of divine tantric feminine energy ready to receive, okay? So I have looked and watched documents um, about this, documentaries about the Kundalini, and I have been like, ooh, wouldn't it be really cool to have one of these? Uh, They've talked about, you know, some people, because it just really, you go from a place of being asleep to not being awakened, uh, to fully awakening. And in these moments, if you're carrying a lot of denser energies, if you're carrying a lot of experiences and things from your past that you haven't been willing to look at emotions and you have a kundalini experience, oftentimes, sometimes it can trigger you to go into a state of depression or anxiety or overwhelm because it is just too much to go from unaware and unemotional to fully aware and fully emotional as a being in a body. So in my awakening story, I remember vividly my awakening. It was like one day, everything was kind of dull and mundane. And, you know, we are, I was just going through the motions. And then I had an experience where it was like the entire world went into high def 
I would have this brain ache and the brain ache would be the only way I could describe it would be to say that if you would, as a personal trainer, I did a lot of bicep curls and if my muscles were sore the next day, we'd have delayed onset muscle soreness and it would ache, right? Sometimes it would even feel like you can't do your typical movement because the the pain or the strain was too much. Well, when I had my awakening, these dormant parts of your brain that were not in use, they awaken, literally and figuratively. Blood flow and neurons fire into areas of your brain that haven't been active in a really long time. And so I was getting these brain aches. I would go through vertigo. I would feel like if I were walking, I was going through the sidewalk uh, because, again, space and time lost its reality to me. And there was this beautiful, hyper, like, ecstasy, I'm going to say. It was felt like I was on ecstasy. And yes, I have done ecstasy. And not for um, medicinal ways, um, but in my youth to, to numb myself. And it was my favorite. And I only did it for six months. But I can say with clarity that it was like I was on ecstasy because Everything was beautiful. Everything was crisp. Everything was clear. Every color was magnified. When the wind was blowing, it was speaking to me. When the snowflakes hit the windshield, they were specifically different. I could feel their individual frequencies and this, like, all over their veins, and everything was just so intensely powerful. Anyway, you heard Amber and I talk about our kind of awakenings in in the last episode, but it wasn't until I was in my Ascension and Astrology course with her yesterday that she defined it as a kundalini awakening. And I was like, what? That, that was the kundalini? I had one of those? I had this like, she's like, yes, because any time that you have gone from a place of asleep to awake very quickly, that's considered a kundalini awakening. And I was like, oh my God, the thing I thought I wanted and I've been waiting for, I already had. How cool is that? So just to let you know, I'm always a student and I am always learning. And so there's this like potent thing that when we awaken to the understanding or the truth that we are not just of this earth, we don't come here and are born and then die. We have a consciousness that comes from a different place. And again, I'm going to let you guys fill in the blanks in your imagination what this greater place is, whether you call it heaven, whether you call it, you know, the great uh, universal bank of energy, whether you know that you came from Siri, Sirius, the planet, and you came from a different planet. But at some point, your consciousness existed in a different place, and you decided that you wanted to incarnate into this human vessel for a purpose or a mission in order to achieve a certain goal, life lesson, or experience, because we as humans have different experience than any other planet out there. And so you willingly made a contract that said, yes, I'm ready to go to earth. I'm ready to experience. And I'm ready to have emotions. And so you came into this body. And when you have your awakening, you understand all of a sudden that there is something called consciousness and that there is a greater force and that we are all tied to some some one greater being, body, energy source. And that's why it's called source. If you think about the source of all things, right? Like 
everything comes from this one place. And we can even say that there's something called entanglement, which I'm not going to get too scientific, but if you really want to nerd out with me sometime, then send me a message because I'll nerd out with you anytime. And entanglement, it literally says like anything or anyone that any, any one of us has come in contact with, we are all then coming in contact with that same energy or that same source. And so it literally, if you think about this thing of entanglement, this law of entanglement, the one source energy coming in contact with one person then connects us to everything. Because through this law, we are all one vibrational energy based off this initial point of contact. Okay, so that's a lot for you to just kind of sink in and let it kind of scientifically permeate your beings in your body. Now, when we're talking about empathy or being an empath and having access to different uh, dimensions or beings, I'm going to bring it to you from the level of radio stations. And you've maybe heard this analogy before and I'm only reiterating it or it's a new analogy you've never heard. But everything in the universe coincides beside each other at all times and all ways through the idea that we are just on different energy frequencies or radio stations, right? Like when you're tuning into the radio station and you're going through the buttons to listen, each one is coming from one source, but yet when you touch a different button, it's playing a different song. Well, in essence, all energy, all beings, all capacity to access emotions, do things. It's just having a heightened sense or ability to, to be able to tune in like a radio to a different frequency. So if you think about being able to communicate with the deceased as being an empath gift of, you know, psychic capacity, mediumship, it's just simply attuning yourself or dialing yourself to a frequency of being able to receive that information from them who are on a different vibrational frequency than you right? For those of us, and I am included in this, who can actually engage with the fae and the fairies and, and angels and each, each individual class of being or body, if you're channeling, is you simply placing your energy open and dialing yourself to a frequency of their energetic body to be able to communicate with them. It's a really neat thing to understand that we all have the capacity to do this. This is not singularly an empath skill. But what happens is when we are asleep, we don't even open ourselves up to understand that there are more than one frequency sitting in our field around us at all times. Like if we were to open up to hypervision eyes, you know, and you think of, you've watched a science fiction movie or you've watched or read a science fiction book and they've kind of explained it as all of these lines, these grids. Um, you know what's coming to mind is, you know, in spy movies where they put the 
lasers all over the houses and the and the ninja like heroes have to like figure out how to like get around to get to to the the treasure that's kind of what is actually happening at all times is like there's these meridian lights there's these different frequencies that are available so if we were to open up x-ray vision we would be able to see the shimmers and the lights and the different activations that are around us at all times in all ways and so when you're asleep, you don't even think about that. You would never be able to read that. I wasn't able to read that. And everybody that I've interviewed and talked to ever in the history of me doing any podcast or any communication could access this when we were asleep. What happened is there is an event, there's a situation. And oftentimes as kids, we are, we're told we can't, we shut it off, we are told or we're made fun of, and then we tune ourselves out. Because when we're born, we're born in this perfected state of, of understanding and seeing and hearing and just being, I mean, I had so many imaginary friends, y'all. They weren't imaginary. And when I was playing dolls and tea party, I wasn't just by myself. You know what I'm saying? But again, as kids, we don't know. We just think this is normal. I think of the movie Drop Dead Fred. If you've ever watched Drop Dead Fred and her imaginary friend who wasn't imaginary. Oh, it was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. But we turn off. We never have that gift in the first place or that accessibility in the first place that we can remember. And then at some point in some way, something happens or we come in contact with a vibrational frequency that brings it to life, that awakens this this remembrance within us. And in those moments, that's when all of a sudden we can see, hear, sense, feel, and know things at a higher uh, capacity than we had before. So when we're thinking about ascension, when we're thinking about being an empath and being able to tune into these different frequencies, I'm going to bring it back just to a really mundane way in which you can begin the process of of kind of aligning with this. So as empaths, generally speaking, we have come from some form or place of trauma in our childhood that has had us had to attune to being at least conscious of what other people were doing to keep ourselves safe. And so we have the capacity to, and this isn't all empaths, I'm not trying to generalize here. We've had to learn um, how to read rooms, how to read people, how to experience the world from this place of understanding where danger is coming from, right? And so we are programmed from an early age as as empaths to attune our frequency station to know where danger is coming from. So even when you're an awakened empath, you tend to attune your frequency to lower, denser vibrations so that you always know where the danger is coming from and how you can protect yourself. So when you walk into a room, you walk into a party, you walk into a restaurant, you go to a concert, you have yourself set to pick out in the crowd all the people and all the things that you should be worried about, okay? And this is true, and I really want empaths and all humans who have the capacity to sense, feel, or know things to hear this right? So you're attuning yourself prior to even going in to find the lower density frequencies, which will then bring you to the lower density frequency that will then, you know, make it more aware or call to you people who are 
you know, not going to be the the most joyful or happy, and you may find yourself having to care for those in need or or support somebody who's going through something or, you know, somebody's going to be crying and you're the one that's that's there to, to support them. Now, I'm saying this because in that same concert, in that same restaurant, in that same room, there could be 90% of the people in happiness, in joy, in bliss, in celebration, in this very jovial experience, but you have not been programmed to attune yourself or to align yourself with those energies because those are the safe ones. Those are the ones you don't have to worry about. And so you don't think to yourself, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to you know, take this dial and I'm going to tune it into the highest. Where can I find the most joyful, happy, celebratory people in the room and align myself to that frequency so that I am then in that space of creating possibility and collaboration there? This is big, you guys. So I'm bringing this to the level that I am I invite, I always, that's like my consent. (laughs) That's my consent conversation is to say, don't do this. You don't have to do this. Nobody has to do anything. We have free will. However, I invite you to think about that, right? Know that there has been programming in your life that has said you should protect yourself. You should know where danger is coming from. And therefore, when you go into a room, you're going to look around and you're going to find the denser energies that tell you this is where trouble may come from so that you can protect yourself from any of these things. So you're dialing yourself down. You're choosing a lower vibrational frequency station when you go outside of your house and you go to these events or you go to these networking things or you go to the concert or you go to the restaurant. That you didn't know until now. Heck, this was something I only learned in the last few months. And I was like gobsmacked, you guys. I was like, it's so true. I am hypervigilant to danger. So the new way to do this that I am finding has changed everything for me is to no longer feel the need to go into any space that people are in looking for danger. Instead, I'm tuning my frequency to align myself with safety, protection, love, joy, and celebration. Now, I could talk to you about safety is only found within us because we have no control on what's going on in the outside world. We can't control what somebody does next to us or the car driving or that, you know, there's not going to all of a sudden be hail that comes out. I had a friend who was hit by lightning, right? Like we can't control that. So safety is something that we attune ourselves to inside. It's something that we give our little ones. It's our self-parenting. It's our coping mechanisms. It's these kinds of things. And it's not something that we look for outside of us. However, when we are at the vibrational frequency of feeling that aligned safety, there's, you know, it doesn't matter what happens outside of me because I'm equipped to be able to handle these things. 
I know that I'm going to be okay. And we go into a room and we're looking for the vibrational matches of the same, the person who also has those mechanisms within themselves, that they don't fall into victim consciousness, that they're capable of their own self-parenting and self-care, which then sets our body into a space of surrendered release of tension, because then we know we don't have to protect, fix, or save them, which is huge. So when I'm saying we walk into a room and we're, we're tuning to this this vibrational frequency, it's safety, because the person has an internal um, mechanism within themselves that they already know that they have the capabilities to take care of themselves, that they're not looking for somebody to take care of them. And so you walk in now and you're like, Whoa, where is the energy? I'm tuning myself to where the opportunity is within this room. Where are the joyful people, the happy people, and the frequency of this aligned, higher, attuned, frequency, human, vibrational being? So this is a practice and I'm saying, you know, what would happen? What would your life be like? What would your business be like if you began to play in this dialing up yourself and looking for that same dialed up frequency when you go into spaces? You don't have to protect yourself anymore. You were not in danger anymore. And we just need to tell our little ones that it's okay. And we're going to try a new way of being and body. And we're going to start to align ourselves with higher frequencies and let this be our new normal. And so we're, we're going to play in that. And then when you start to play in this, you start to notice that there's, there's opportunity to, the universe will start to bring you awarenesses of what's next for you. So even, and I'm sharing this now because I can say it because I know that I'm in, I'm in it because the spirit just keeps bringing me more and more things that, um, I work in this field of energy and one day I'm going to support women in a new age mystery school. And a mystery school is simply learning how to attune yourself to all of these different vibrational frequencies to support yourself having an intergalactic relationship with other beings and bodies to support yourself being able to access new information and new ways of being and, you know, new ways to slow down the aging process, to heal your body, to do all sorts of really cool things. And I, I'm in the process of learning these initiations right now and accessing different uh, ascended masters to support me in this. And one day, this is what I'm going to support others in doing for themselves. And there's just the reason I wanted to bring this up here in this episode is because you don't actually have to do anything. You don't have to look for things. You just need to be so fucking present that you notice when the universe is putting the breadcrumb down in front of you to lead you to the next step. We as humans in the 3D world get so caught up in time and that we think that everything is in a rush because we have to have everything figured out and we have to get the checklist done and we have to have everything complete and beautiful and, you know, up to a certain quality and this and that. And we get so discombobulated and tangled up into this time belief that we stop seeing, we stop experiencing, we stop celebrating the present moment. And so what's really powerful to access ascension, to access higher realms, isn't to go seeking them. It's simply to be them already. They're they're not outside of you. They're inside of you. 
And so when you slow yourself down and release your grip on time, you release the tension that you're running out of it. You start to notice what's happening in each moment. And you start to see the path that spirit has already laid before you. And it requires no effort and it requires no work because it's already in motion. And you're simply, again, opening yourself up to see it differently. What we've been taught is to see what we know. What we haven't been taught is to access what we don't know. And they exist at the same time. And so the invitation is to release the the control and the grip on understanding. Not everything makes sense. Not everything is logical. And especially when you start to see the world through the lens of miracles, because you'll see how, wow, this person, like somebody joined Chakra Business Academy, and it was such an interesting thing because I, 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 this is how things work for me. I receive information that says, reach out to this person. It's their time. And I'm like, okay, so I'll reach out to them. And I reached out to somebody who joined Chakra Business Academy this week. And I was like, it's time. I can feel it's time. This is a really potent moment. This is why, and this is what I feel would be the reason why this is exactly the moment for you to join today. And so we jumped on a call and she's like, okay, That's so weird because I was also feeling like I wanted to reach out to you. And I said, right? And then she's like, and I was just gifted from my husband for my birthday money to spend on whatever I I was looking to spend it on. And then I didn't know it was just so much for me to take. And when I explained the, the, the cost of the program, and there was a payment plan, and what what he had given her was exactly the first payment of the Chakra Business Academy. So when you start to open yourself up to being able to self you tune yourself to the frequency of what's available and what's possible, you're not doing extra work. You're doing less work. You're listening. You're listening to the station that tells you This is what you're meant to do right now. And instead of questioning it, you just go, okay. You go and you reach out, you say, hey, I think now's perfect. This is why, this is what I received in in my transmission. And oftentimes that person has also had something happen at the exact same time that mirrors that relationship being built. Same thing as me emailing somebody yesterday that was like, I am offering a new payment plan. This is not the same one as the first person. I'm offering a new payment plan. And when I was told I needed to do a 12-month payment plan for the Chakra Business Academy, I was like, why? And they're like, it's for this person. So I messaged them. I said, hey, I have this new thing that I'm offering in the Chakra Business Academy. And when I asked why it was being created, they said, it's for this person. I would love to know if this resonates and if you want to talk about it more. And her response was, that's really weird. It's never weird, you guys, because I'm literally watching a training video that you is part of my email sequence that I send out. I'm literally watching it right now thinking, I want to know more about this. And is it something that I can afford right now? And of course, when I was thinking about 
this new 12 month payment plan, it made sense that they sent me to her when this was going to be what she was thinking about. And I'm sharing this from the level of being an empath in business, being an empath and understanding that everything is a vibrational frequency, being an empath and understanding you don't have to dial yourself to protection and knowing where danger is anymore. You have opportunity to change what you're attuning yourself to, to hear, feel, sense, and know higher vibrational beings, experiences, possibilities. And ultimately, this will lead to doing less work, trusting your gift and intuition more, trusting the divine is laying out the plan and you're just simply slowing down, releasing the concept of time and letting yourself be in the awareness or seeing, spiritual sight, uh, what is happening and not being afraid of the gift in its fullest mastery and um, capabilities and capacities but leaning into them a little bit more. And so I'm hoping that this helped you kind of see it from the perspective of like the highest multi-galactic ascended masters federation of light, like big, but also in how it begins with simply tuning you, attuning yourself frequency wise to no longer being in the protection, looking for the denser energy because you need to know where it is because if you don't know where it is, then it can blindside you or something bad could happen, but actually beginning the process of tuning yourself as a light being, as a light worker, as an energy being, as an energy worker to higher vibrational frequencies so that you can begin to shift your reality to a higher state of being, receiving back to you, mirroring this higher frequency attunement back in and what's available, what changes in your reality, and then beginning the process of then playing in the upper echelons of different realms and, and, you know, different dimensions and different beings. But it's a lot to think about. So start, start where you are. Start where you are. Don't just go like, I just found out I was an empath and now I can talk to the, you know, intergalactic beings of light and like Federation of Light and these Ascended Masters. No, I couldn't do that right away. Some people can, I could not. I've been like working on tuning myself and attuning myself and bringing my frequency higher and higher and higher as an empath and bringing myself to these awarenesses and allowing allowing myself to then let the universe guide me into what's my next step, what's my next step, what's my next up level, what's my next upgrade and uh, enjoying the journey because sometimes we have to experience something or release something of of a high density that we may may be uncomfortable or may take a little longer in order to even access the next frequency um, that's available to us. Like I think of where I am today, where I was even three months ago is completely different. I was in a, I was, I, I had to get into a denser energy to fully release it completely. And that looked like even separating in my marriage. It looked like, you know, really being with myself in in this this version of me that no longer wanted to exist energetically within me and having to be the one to break the the patterns and the behaviors that tied me to that energy frequency and then doing the work and it wasn't comfortable and I cried a a lot which is great because it's transmuting energy in order now to see and experience the world a little differently so 
I hope this episode helped. This was a super fun one to record. It's longer than most of my solo episodes, which I wasn't expecting. And I'm excited for you guys to meet Angela on Thursday, who it, she's a, a really potent being as well. She did my Soul Genesis reading, um, which I think I've shared about, but we're going to talk about more, which I'm just going to continue the conversation that I'm having. I, these are my two most cosmic guests of this season. And so I get, get to sprinkle a little bit of this self in for you guys. So please let me know by, of course, tagging me at Avalon Starlight Coaching, how this resonated. What's it like to receive these transmissions from me? Maybe this can become something that I include more in the third season of Rebel Unicorns podcast. But unless I know this is what you guys are looking for, I don't just want to be like, let's talk about, you know, intergalactic travel energetically. But if you're like, tell me more, I want to know more about this stuff, then I will let the universe guide that. And so I look forward to tuning in with you in Thursday's episode and next Monday, where I want to talk to you about, you know, being able to change timelines and that we have access to shifting out of one experience into another. But I'll save that for next Monday. Tune in then. Wow, that episode was mind-blowing. I hope you had as many ahas listening to it as I had recording it. I would love to see the Rebel Unicorns podcast spread far and wide across the globe, across the universe. So if you want to share it on your social media with something that you found impactful, leave a review, send it to a friend. It would be ah so deeply appreciated. Also, a little side note, I did recently change my name. I downloaded a year and a half ago that my name was Avalon Starlight. It was previously my birth name was Tamara Arnold. And if you're interested in learning what your rebel unicorn house is, oh yeah, there's a quiz for that. Think Harry Potter, except you're sorted into how you are impacting the world with your stardust and what energy you're here to shift and change. You can find out your rebel unicorn house at www tamararnold.ca slash quiz. Let me know, tag me in social media, send the quiz out and join the Rebel Unicorns Facebook group to be in a community of like-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who understand that when you shift your energy, you transform your business.